Welcome back to From My POV with Emily Savard. Today we have a very special guest, Aaron Ward-Williams. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So I actually stumbled across Aaron's page because she's the owner of Azure Fit, which is based out of King City. Um, they are a fitness apparel brand. So we have her on today just to give her POV of the entrepreneurial industry, starting your own business, the apparel industry, and just all that jazz. So why don't we just jump right into it? Yeah, excited to get started. Awesome. So why don't you just tell me a bit about yourself? Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school if you went? All that. Okay, so I'm Erin. I'm the founder of Azure Fit. Um, I grew up in Schauburg, so a really small town. Um probably just like 50, 40, 50 minutes north of the city. Okay. Um, I went to school for business management at Humber College. Um, I always had like an interest in business from like a very young age. Um, and yeah, when I finished college, I kind of jumped right into entrepreneurship. Okay. I've, I've owned quite a few businesses. So oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's sweet. So how many, did you just start all the businesses right off the bat, like when you came out of school? So I went to college with my sister, um, okay. my older sister, Ashley. She's two years older than me. Um, and we knew that we wanted to start a business. We obviously we went for business management. Yeah. Um, we finished the program. We're like, okay, we need to start a business. We had so many ideas. Okay. But we were like, we need something with really low startup costs because we were just like broke students. So right. we went into residential cleaning. Um, we did that for four years together. We were fully booked. We were killing it. It was a great job, like just right out of school. That's so cool. And we got sick of it. We were like, we yeah. need something a little more glamorous. Um, we had like just got into fitness and yoga. We decided we wanted to be yoga teachers. And cool. so we took our certification and... We did teach for another studio for a short period of time, but then okay. we were like, we need to start our own yoga studio. So we opened our yoga studio in 2012, ran that studio for nine years. We ended up selling it um, in 2020, 2019, I think. Wow. Um, and then towards the tail end of that, we started dessert together, actually. Not a okay. lot of people know that. She was my co-founder, um, but she ended up leaving very quickly on like just in the first few months to pursue her job as a police officer okay so then I just took on the job of solo founder solo entrepreneur and yeah. went full-time with Azure Fit that is so <laughs> cool what an interesting like path to get there can we just go back really quickly to the residential cleaning is that like sure. cleaning houses yeah cleaning houses like so we, were you doing it yeah me and her were doing it oh, we okay. had like three houses a day wow we'd start in the early morning we'd work all day Monday to Friday we we're fully booked nice yeah it was a great job it taught us a lot about like customer service yeah. and everything and kind of set us up both of us up for entrepreneurship wow your house must be really clean at home it's relatively, clean. <laughs> it's relatively clean. I love that. So what inspired your love for fitness? You said you guys got into yoga. Like what kind of made you start doing yoga and start working out more? I think just like getting out of college and being like, okay, like we've, you know, we've had our fun. Yeah. It's time to like go on a fitness journey. True. Um, and we did it together as we did like everything together. Um, and yeah, we just kind of went hard and honestly stuck to it till this day. That's so, <laughs> that's so fun to have a sister though, that you can do everything with, you know, what was it like launching a business? Because I, there's some people who can work really well with like family members or friends and some that don't always thrive. How was that like kind of launching that together? It was awesome. Like we work so well together and really like the creative and she's the more like bookkeeping, accounting, okay. stuff like that. Um, so we were great as 
co-founders together sometimes i miss her but yeah i mean it's at this point i mean we've been in business for four years with azur and she was only there for like a couple of months so got it i don't know much different with azur but we did work really well together you guys had a good balance yeah. which which makes it work a lot better what inspired the love for fashion obviously if you could see her fit right now <laughs> literally i'm like you are that girl you know like that girl from tiktok <laughs> like that is it that's what i aspire to look like so what like where did that love come from i mean like i was i'm not i'm not that fashion girl i like i never you know studied fashion in school or anything like that I just like I love like a functional wardrobe right and, like especially teaching yoga for 10 years like yeah I was in leggings all the time I had to go from point a to point b like you know I need the kind of like outfit that can take you from like a yoga class and you're sweating it was hot yoga by the way oh yeah for a coffee and then back to the studio to do desk work etc so I love like a functional wardrobe I love a wardrobe that's like versatile Mm -hmm. um so I do have that love for fashion but again like I'm not a fashion designer I didn't go to school for that yeah yeah that's cool though (laughs) I kind of love that though like your passion you you found something functional and like your passion was in fitness at first and then moved it into apparel which makes total sense yeah so when you launched Azur like how did you guys know you were ready to do that like when that was what year sorry uh 2018 2018 yeah so how did you like what did you do to prepare for that launch so I'll just give you the whole backstory yeah just give it to me the spiel that I tell everybody yeah so when we owned the yoga studio we my sister and I we used to train in LA to like continue our yoga education our teacher was out there so we trained in LA and it was like back in like 2015 we noticed that all the girls were wearing what I call the muscle tank Mm. which is just like I don't know if that's what it's really called that's what I call it but it's like a t-shirt with the sleeves cut off yeah. and cropped like raw edge yeah and the girls in Toronto weren't wearing that yet it was very like American apparel vibe so we came home we started cutting up our t-shirts and we'd take my mom's old like vintage t-shirts from her closet we'd scour the malls for like the best tees and we cut them up and yeah. then all of our yoga students would be like where did you get that tank like this went on for like two years people right being like where's that one from where's that one from right and we'd be like we made it okay <laughs> So it got to a point where like everybody was like, you guys need to start a tank top line because you guys have the best tanks. So we like kind of like pondered on that idea for like a full year. We kind of just like dreamt about it. We were like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to we're going to go viral on Instagram. That yeah. was really like our what our we thing. thought was yeah. going to happen. That's great though. <laughs> that was our entire like business model. We're going to go viral on Instagram, which obviously is very difficult to do. Um but then we ended up doing it like two years into like wearing these tank tops. We ended up doing it. So if anyone that's like an OG customer is listening, they know that it actually started as a Zer tank and it was just tank oh tops. Oh my gosh. So that's how cool. it started. Mm-hmm. That, I love that. The viral on Instagram. Now it's viral on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, Isn't exactly. that crazy how so like time circle. just like full circle. <laughs> Seriously. So you had tank tops to start. And then when did you make the transition into like full sets? Because I... I actually found you guys because I have a lot of friends who wear your stuff too. Oh, awesome. And we're like, you should, you should try this out. And so I was looking on your site, like around Christmas time for like buying myself, <laughs> treating myself for a Christmas gift <laughs> and all that. And I was like, wow, I love how everything's matching there. Everyone's into the matching vibe. That's just like yeah, a thing. Totally. So when did you guys decide to do that route? So it started with leggings, of course, because what ended up happening, a lot of our first customers were our yoga students and like people in the community. Right. So people would come to class wearing their like little crop tank top with low rise leggings. And again, this was like back in 2018. Right. So I was actually a Lululemon ambassador for four years. So I got to try like all the leggings and I knew that like high rise leggings were it. Yeah. But people didn't really know that they weren't as popular and must have as they are now. 
Um, so people come to class and they'd be wearing their like low rise leggings with their crop top. And that just looks funny. Right. Yeah. So I'd be like, okay, we need to make a great pair of high-waisted leggings because also the customers would be tagging us on Instagram mm. wearing a pair of leggings and then people would comment like, where are the leggings from? And we'd be like, no, look at the tag. Right. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we we need to make a good pair of high-waisted leggings. So we did that. Um, it took us a long time to get everything matching. Like, yeah. Even today, I feel like we've, we're finally there. It's very costly and there's, yeah. there's a lot of fabric that you need to buy and everything. So it did take time for us to get like all of these skews to be matching but yeah we're here now <laughs> yeah that's crazy where do you got like where is it all manufactured in china okay and then yeah. just shipped over yeah yeah the matching the matching is what i just feel like everyone wants the matching you know it, Every, no one really does the mixed match so like you put feel together exactly 100 so put together and just like you can do anything yeah is the vibe Throw and a blazer then over yeah 100 percent. and runners like i like the high um socks with like the yeah. air force or whatever mm -hmm. what about the sweat sets when did those come into the picture? Okay, so right now, and for like, I'd say like two years, maybe more, we use two fabrics. We have our active fabric, which is what the legging sports bras, crop tees, all that is mm. made out of. And then we have our sweats fabric. Okay. Um, but starting off in the very beginning, we experimented with some uh, blank label, like stuff like that. Um, so we did have sweats, I guess we had like hoodies and crew necks and stuff okay but it wasn't until we discovered this fabric and we started making everything matching that was probably like 20 2020 i think we yeah. started doing the matching sweat sets cool yeah and that's a good time to launch those because everyone was staying home exactly and not wanting to go and get dressed up for anything yeah so after that, how did you know it was the right time to add all of these new products? So obviously you sprinkled in different things along the way. Like, how did you know, like money wise and like consumer base wise, like, OK, this is the time to add in the matching top to the leggings and the matching sweatsuit or whatever. It was honestly a really slow process. So yeah. it actually started, I think our first matching pieces were sweats. OK. And then it took a while to build up the capital to be able to afford to match the sweat fabric to our legging fabric they're two very different fabrics right um so it takes a lot to get those two things right um so it was like i mean i would have loved to have done it from day one yeah but it took a while it did yeah. take a while i feel like people don't realize how long it takes to put things like like yeah. this into actuality so what has the reception been like from your friends and family when you decide you were gonna move away from the residential cleaning <laughs> and the yoga studio into like full-blown fitness apparel I mean, it was it was great. We had like so much support. Like yeah. I have so much support in my life. Um, my boyfriend is amazing. I remember like sitting on my bed and pitching him this idea. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and him being like, hmm, OK, well, you should try it. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny, actually, because my dad, when I opened the yoga studio, so that was 2012, he said to me, it was like the first month that we had opened and he was like, I could really see you getting into making yoga pants. And I was like, oh, my God, Dad. like, no, like back then I'm like, nobody competes with Lululemon. Like that's right. kind of before social media, e-commerce wasn't big. I, I didn't even think that that was a possibility. I was yeah. like, Dad, shut up. That, that will never happen. Um, so it's so funny. it's really funny that it did happen. Yeah. Um, so I have like amazing support from my family and everything and like the community that we kind of launched to which was the yoga community we had such a great following and dedicated students like our studio was always packed with the same people everyone would come literally every day yeah so I was lucky to have that as like 
a customer base, like a community to launch the brand to. Totally. And yeah, it was amazing. How important do you think is it for a brand to continue on the community driven aspect of the company and like always get feedback from them and, and things like that? So important. Like it's just so important for customers even like followers to be involved yeah. in the process totally yeah and then your social media page obviously you guys have a great page <laughs> creep it all the time thank you <laughs> um how did you start that out I just find it hard for brands so I, I kind of use my podcast as well to like give people some insight into how brands really start Instagrams because when you have a brand and you're like oh, okay this is what my product's gonna be you have like the power of social media is huge and not everyone realizes that I think so how did you start out like did you have a certain brand aesthetic or what was the idea there it's definitely it wasn't what it is today that's for sure yeah um, I've evolved a lot but um I mean and I didn't have like I wasn't an influencer I think I had like 800 followers on Instagram yeah. when, when we launched um, so it was really just like a local following word of mouth okay. and a very slow build. I mean, there was some um, pinnacle points, I guess, where we got a lot of followers where like a big influencer shared us or, got it. you know, um, tick, TikTok in 2020. Like we, we gained a lot of followers from that. Yeah. Um, but it is difficult, especially now, I think, with Instagram. Like I would definitely recommend if you're a new brand starting out go for TikTok, like put your right. time into yeah. TikTok. Um, that'll drive people to your Instagram page. Um, and that that would be like a nice organic way to get followers. But yeah, yeah TikTok is, you, you have much better luck on TikTok than Instagram these days. Yeah, I just feel like inst everyone's saying to me, like Instagram's like kind of just like falling down the pipeline yeah. and I'm like no <laughs> it can't happen. I just, I don't think it will ever die. That's no. my like opinion. It'll never die. But I think that they're like, oh, my engagement's down. I'm like, well, it's because everyone's on TikTok. Yeah. But at the same time, like TikTok is very specific to videos, right? So like if you don't know how to make a video, you're always going to have Instagram to I post know. photos and share your memories. So people will yeah. always stay on the app. 100%. You know, but it is good to have both, especially for brands 100% now in 2020. I'm just like, I actually wonder sometimes like what were brands doing before TikTok became a thing, right? Like just Instagram, I guess. Yeah, really just Instagram, like being super aesthetic, showcasing your yeah. products with photos. And it was, it worked better. Like I said, like when we came up with this idea, like literally 2017, yeah. we thought we were going to go viral on Instagram because you could do that. Right, because you could then. do that back then. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's such a good point. What do you love most about owning your own business? I just, I honestly love like so much about it. I think probably just having my own thing I think yeah. it's like so healthy for me to have my own thing like it's not my family's it's not my boyfriend's it's mine right it's really given me like self-confidence because I I'm very proud of it you know like I bootstrapped yeah. I built it from the ground up and I think like it's like put a good head on my shoulders like I'd much rather put my head down and work than like party and it's right it's something I worked really hard for so I think just like having my own thing has been like so great for my mental health totally I feel like it's just this little gem that I have in my hand that I just yeah. like I hold on to and I like cherish it yeah <laughs> no totally that's a great answer and then what would you say is like one of the biggest lessons or something you don't love about owning a business that you maybe thought you like you didn't know you're going to experience when you first got into it Okay, I love like so much better. Honestly, just love my job. Um, but something that I'm like, I didn't really sign up for this is being an employer, like mm. HR and like just knowing legally what to do. Um, one of my like 
my first employee, my one, um, the first employee that I hired, um, she's on maternity leave right now. Okay. So like navigating that and being like, what do I do? What, like, what do yeah. I have to do for that? Like legally, what does that right. entail? And like researching that. And I'm like, wow, I didn't sign up for this. And just right. like making sure that you do everything properly as an employer. Because yeah. I mean, I only have two full-time employees. One is my best friend and one <laughs> is my little sister. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like a gray area because we're all friends and everything. But there's yeah. times when I'm like, you know, like nobody comes in late to the office. No one leaves early. Like I'm very kind of by the book. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like everybody's having fun. So it's a little bit difficult. Yeah. It's something that I like I, I never expected. Totally. It's yeah. like wearing you wear all the hats yeah. when you own your own business. <laughs> totally. So then do you run the Insta as well? Yes, I do. And the TikTok. Yeah. I mean, wow. for DMs and stuff, I'll pass that off to Lake and Joanna. But um. Joanna does a TikTok actually. I do my TikTok, my personal TikTok, okay. which is like where it has the most followers. Yeah. It gets the most traction. Um, so I obviously run all that. Like I make all my own videos and everything. Um, but yeah. So how did you also learn to be a content creator then? Because if you went to school for business, right? And you yeah. said you didn't you weren't really an influencer before this. What <laughs> like how did you teach yourself that? I think that's a skill in itself. Yeah. I mean, like when I went to business school, there was nothing. There wasn't right. A I was going to say that was like not media. even a thing at all. Not yeah. at all. Um, so I'm sure it's different now, but I, th- I am pretty creative. Like I've always been like artistic. I've always like been into music, played instruments growing up and stuff like that. So I feel like I do have that um, creative eye. Right. I think that helps a lot. But consuming the content too. You see what's working for other people and you're like, okay, how do I do that? Right. You just have to kind of dissect it and be like, how did she put this together? Right. And then do it yourself. Yeah. And I feel like you have a very specific brand aesthetic. So like all of your content matches really well. But I think that that's very hard to do. It's so hard to do. It's very hard. so hard. And just like keep a, like a page cohesive. I just like look at pages. I'm like, how? How do you do that? You know, like even from a personal standpoint, I'm like, I can't. I can't get there. Yeah. It's, it's just it's a struggle. It's hard. It's hard work. Content creation, everyone thinks it's so easy. And I'm like, no. it's really I know everybody not. wants to get into it. And it's like, it's actually so time consuming. Yes. So difficult. Like 100%. Especially yeah. I find TikTok, like in terms of video making, is so it's different than photos, right? Like you can snap a photo and be like, perfect, I can use this tomorrow. Yeah. Videos have to you take like editing and all this. And like there's a lot that goes into it. Exactly. I totally agree. <laughs> What is something that is really important to have in your business as a business owner? Like, obviously, people have like different values and morals in businesses. What is like one thing for you that is like you're very not stickler about, but just very passionate about in terms of your business? I think inclusivity. And there's like so many layers to that. Um, But I guess first and foremost, like making sure that our customers can see themselves in our products. Right. So whether that's like skin color, um, body type, et cetera, Um, but also like including our customers and things and being transparent showing behind the scenes I do a lot of that on TikTok so yeah I'll talk about like the struggles that the company is having like if we're having shipping delays etc right. and I feel like just keeping everybody in the loop and feeling included that's really important to me yeah that's a great answer yeah. wow do you guys do ever like pop-ups or like where's your office again is in King City yeah so but do we- you have like can you go shop there? Is it just an office no. you work out of? I wish. It's just an office. Okay. We actually operate all of our fulfillment out of Markham. Okay. But we do have a one month long pop up coming at Stacked Market for July. Oh my God. That's so, so exciting. I'm so excited for that. Um, We've done a few pop ups in the past. Okay. But we've only ever done like one day pop ups. Right. So this is going to be a whole month. So I'm very excited. That is so sick. Yeah, and now I'm so glad it. I know that. I'm like, now I've got to go. <laughs> got to go. Can you try stuff on there too? Yeah. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. Got to go to that. Did you always expect your business to blow up the way it has? Because honestly, you said you started like a couple years ago, right? Like that's a fast growth for where you're at now. 
and not a lot of businesses see that. So what like what kind of was the reaction when you started to see that people were following you and buying like where's your where's the farthest purchase in the world that you've gotten? Oh my gosh, we've had like Japan, Australia, like right, literally like that's everywhere. Crazy. Iceland. Yeah, we've had purchases from literally all over the world that's awesome i have to say i mean i thought i was gonna go viral oh, on right. instagram yeah, like, I, so I, I did think i was I gonna go viral this. no but i i do think i like when i sold my studio um both companies were kind of competing for me full-time right and it was a really big decision to let the studio go because that was my whole income right um so I was really taking a chance but I'm really the type of person that's like if I'm gonna do something there's no way it's not gonna work I will stand on the street and sell leggings (laughs) I will make this work (laughs) so I think that like that mentality has kind of got me to where I am. Yeah. But yeah, the response has been amazing. And there's times when I'm just like for a launch, for example, you see the Shopify map and all the people across the world on your site. And it's just mind blowing. It's like, wow, it's almost like this many people, like hundreds of people are like lining up at your store. Like if it were an actual storefront and it's mind blowing. It's just so surreal to see that. That is so cool. Yeah, it's a great way to look at it, too. In terms of things that contribute to your business's success, influencer marketing, pop ups, What do you think the most important aspect is? It doesn't need to be the right answer or the wrong answer. It's just what do you think for your business is the most important factor? It's funny that you say important because it it might not be like our number one, like it's not a sales channel, but like drive of sales, but word of mouth, it sounds so cheesy, but word of mouth is so huge for us. Like we have a ridiculous returning customer rate, like unheard of. There's people that have purchased 60 times in the last three and a half years. Wow. Like it's insane. Yeah. So I really think that just like people telling their friends about us yeah. is just number one. Like totally. it's, it trumps everything. Um, But I mean like Instagram has been our day one. TikTok has been crazy for mm-hmm. virality and impulse and email marketing is so underrated. Like there's so yeah. many things, but I always tell people like, the products speak for themselves yeah. and the word of mouth is if I had to ditch them all, I would just I would pick word of mouth. I would just pick that. That's interesting you say that, though, because if you think about the first two you listed off, they're both free. Yeah, that's true. You don't pay for those, right? <laughs> yeah. Like social media is free. Word of mouth is free. And honestly, I think probably like the one at the bottom of the list is like paid Instagram right. Facebook ads yeah it's interesting just because of companies using like and paying for different outlets like e- I think email marketing you do pay for like yeah that's a, true like a subscription and stuff but word of mouth like that's free and yeah. so is social media so it's crazy that those are your two of your biggest um biggest ways of like getting your business out in the world you know because that's a huge and important thing I think yeah and interestingly enough too that for your business it might be that but for someone else it could be yeah paid ads exactly. right so it's very different compared to like business to business which I think is so interesting about the business world and just brands in general like everyone has different routes they get their consumers from but I think local and things within the city like having word of mouth and social media like are the two biggest things yeah, that I've found totally which is so great and so great to hear what are you most proud of in your business if you could choose one thing okay I think maybe being from a small town because yeah. um, being in e-commerce, there's like almost this pressure to be out in LA because that's yeah. where the influencers are. If you get a celebrity to wear your products, like that's huge. Um, but even for me not living in the city and it being like a 40 minute drive, yeah, I don't get to network every day. Like I don't right. get to be in the coffee shops, at the gyms. Like I don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel a FOMO, but two, like how much bigger could I be if I was down here every day? Right. And it's just too far of a drive. 
But I think like being from a small town, like I want to give other people, you know, inspire them. Yeah. To, you know, you don't have to be from a big city or you don't have to have a huge Instagram following. Mm-hmm. You can just be a regular person and start a brand and turn it into your full time job and make an income from it. Um, 100%. So I think that's kind of like my little flex being like a small town girl, but then like, you know, building something relatively big. Yeah. I like completely agree. And I love that answer. If you hadn't started your own business, what do you think? Let's say you didn't start any of your businesses. Let's say you went a completely different route for school. Okay. What's something else you love other than business? I love nature. Okay. Like I through like my teen years and stuff like I do back country camping and everything. And I love like Costa Rica. I love Bali. So let's say you were like a traveling like yoga instructor or something to do with nature, like completely random. Where would you be now? Do you think if you went a route that you like in something you love? I feel like I would probably be like in Costa Rica leading like um like a trekking tour oh my god <laughs> that'd be so fun though yeah you can live in costa rica all your life it's like yep you can build a life here too yeah 100 percent. how do you see the future of azura like what is your biggest goal if you could snap your fingers and look 20 years in the future not that you want to rush time but what would it be i think um getting into retail like i would love right. to be in some of the bigger retailers like nordstrom or cool or those types of stores um I just think it would be great for brand discovery. It mm-hmm. would get the word out more. Um, I have been working on it, but I kind of have put it on the back burner just because like, there's so many things to do. Yeah. But I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Like what can consumers expect in the coming months other than the July stack yes. pop up? Um, we do have an exciting new new products in a new fabric. That's cool. what I'll say. Okay. Um, coming out probably late July. Um, and I'm very excited for that. Awesome. And then last question is, if you could give a piece of advice to anyone becoming an entrepreneur or with dreams of starting their own fitness brand or any kind of brand, what would it be? It would be to just do it, like take risks and you're never going to be ready. It's like, it's like having a child. You're never going to be ready to have a child. You're never going to be ready to have a business financially, mentally, whatever it is. Just take the risk. Obviously, like, a calculated risk but Mm -hmm. you know take the risk and just put it out there I always say like if you follow me probably heard me say it but I always say the quote perfect is good but done is better and like we were not perfect when we launched right like we have grown and improved so much over the years and that's how it should be yeah so like instead of just being like oh we're not ready we're not ready or I'm not ready just put something out there and get it going. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's a really good point. Well, this was so nice. And I'm so glad that you, we could do this together. It's I love meeting new people. That's like the biggest reason I have a podcast and just learning like new POVs. And I especially love that I actually didn't know you before the podcast yeah. started, which makes it even more too. fun. So it's really great. And I really appreciate you making the trek down to good old downtown Toronto yes. for this. Thank you for having me. Of course. Everyone follow Azurfit on Instagram and Aaron as well well and stay tuned for the pop-up in july at stacked if you are living downtown or traveling into the city for jay's game or anything happening in the city make sure you stop at stacked in july for the azure pop-up i'll be back next week for another episode of from my pov bye